What up, what up, what up? Peace. This is the Fire This Time Podcast. I'm Akita G. My name is Sonny Teray. And thank you for coming back with us again. This is the Fire This Time Podcast. Episode 85. Episode 85. Yes, sir. And we back at it with y'all again once and all. How y'all doing today, y'all? We today with y'all. We are, we out here today with y'all on a nice, sunny, breezy day. In uh, Illinois, sun shining, little cleansing day, so it's a good day to clean up some things and clean up some, uh, uh, you know, clean out the stress and shit in your life and everything else. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to clean people out your life, and sometimes you got to clean people out your your cipher. So, hopefully, everybody's doing well today. You know what I'm saying? How you doing today, Sonny? Uh, all things considered, I'm doing good, bro. That's you know, what's up. I'm blessed. I'm uh. Yeah, my trainer's on schedule. As train I say, you know so, uh, and you're right, man. Uh, it is that time, you know. Mm-hmm. As y'all gonna see this episode, uh, that is what we got to talk about. And uh, yeah, but have you already welcomed the people? Yes, I have. Okay. I, I would uh, think I've welcomed people so far, but yeah. if not, let me let you know. Like, share, subscribe. You know, we all platforms. Uh, comment, leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you feel. Let us know something that we can maybe do later on that you may like. Give you, you can even throw out ideas, but just throw it out there. And as always, be well. For sure. And we also got to give a special welcome too to the uh, any audience seeing us visually too. Uh, you know, that, yeah. You know, we are changing it up a little bit, trying to step out. Yeah, we so, ain't did it in a while, y'all. Exactly. We ain't did it in a while. Yeah, so we, we try to get more uh, routine with it. So uh, yeah, definitely uh, appreciate y'all support all along the way. Yeah. But uh, for before we get into the real meat of the topic for today, Aki, uh, I'm gonna read an excerpt from a, a long poem. Mm. Uh, by Mari Evans, uh, an Indianapolis uh, black woman poet, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's actually where we got the uh, name of the uh, Speak Truth Collective right. uh, from. Uh, it's from this poem. Uh, this poem is, is, is entitled Speak Truth to the People. So this is only a, a short excerpt from it, but uh, it, it reads as this. Speak truth to the people. Talk sense to the people. Free them with reason. Free them with honesty. Free the people with love and courage and care for their being. So, once again, that's uh, Speak Truth to the People by Mari Evans. Uh, just a short, a short excerpt. You should definitely go find the full thing. Right. Because uh, it's definitely uh, one worth reading. Well, it's definitely with that little bit of time and with that little bit of what you gave out, that's definitely worthy of an ashe. 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 Right. And if you go downtown uh, Indianapolis, you see a very large mural of Mari Evans, too. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful mural. Uh, it's been there for years too. So I just seen it. I was just there uh, the other week. That's what's up. Yes, sir. That's what's up. Uh, but you know, the topic for today uh, is unfortunately one that does cause me a bit of stress, Aki, yeah. and anxiety, just because um, of you know recent going ons in the locally in the community. Where uh, you know a lot of stuff that started you know earlier this year. With uh, you know, some people I thought were close to me, people I thought mm. were part of my support system. So yeah, I mean, what I'm gonna talk about today is definitely tough. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Also, uh, you know, somewhat gonna be connected to an organization I founded. Yeah, Black Students for Revolution, mm-hmm. uh, originally named the Student Pan African Movement. Ah. and it, you know, it's that history that I'm gonna spend some time breaking down today. Ah. Uh, because the misinformation is coming 
is and being led by you know uh well to say his name augustus wood ah. you know where you know he's claiming now that he's a founder of black students for revolution when he was never even an active member never seen exactly not around he was not around ah okay. uh he was not around when the organization was named student pan-african movement at all he came to one protest uh, around the time of the name change attended no organizational meetings after that but showed up seldomly to uh, large scale events but was not an active member in the organization never held a leadership position in the organization did he do any organizing work for the organization uh, as uh, a, he, he, he as was a collaborator a, yeah he was a leader in the graduate uh, employees union gotcha so uh, as a collaborator often uh, uh, you know th- there were often times you know to support the GEO strike Okay, or, or, or things like that. I so I, this is in no way to, to diminish his, uh, you know, the positive record of his work mm-hmm. in the Champaign, Illinois community. Yeah. You know, because I think, you know, in certain sectors, of course, you know, Gus has done good work. I can't contest that. Yeah. But on the specific historical uh, fact of who founded an organization, mm-hmm. I don't get why all of a sudden a professor, you know, Gus is now a professor at the University of Illinois. Mm-hmm. Why is he now, you know, trying to gain the clout of an accolade that he did not deserve, you know, that he does not deserve, that he did not work for? Uh, and uh, I mean, even Gus is ignorant of the history of the founding of uh, the Student Pan-African Movement and, uh, and, and, and thus Black Students for Revolution. And for those that don't know about that connection, many, I mean, I, I doubt that many current members of Black Students for Revolution even know this piece of the history. The mm. fact that, I mean, and I know that because if you look at, uh, this all started because of uh, a video that Black Students for Revolution, uh, an organization that I founded and was a co-lead organizer in for years, but I'm no longer a member of. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't been involved for years yeah. uh, at this point in the organization. It was founded as the Student Pan-African Movement in 2014. I doubt many of the current members know that mm. uh, because in a recent video that dropped on either Thursday or Friday of last week, they said that Black Students for Revolution was founded in 2014 mm-hmm. by Karen Alowu and Augustus Wood. When and the name Black Students for Revolution never even was spoken in 2014. Ah. That word was never spoken in 2014. Mm-hmm. That phrase. Yeah. That didn't come until 2015, the fall semester. Ah. So we had started organizing in the fall semester of 2014 as the Student Pan-African Movement. And then Gus Gus attends a protest in the fall of 2015 and calls himself a founder? Well, question, question then. Now slow it down. Right. Slow it down. So we get to to the the nitty-gritty. Right. Who did found BSFR? That's a great question. So uh, I think there's two ways to look at this, and I'm sim- I-, I think there's only two ways, and I'm sympathetic towards both. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And and, I'm, and and I know I'm deeply involved in this, but I'm trying to speak from as unbiased an angle as I can, yeah. while staying on the historical fact of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I the, stu- the student Pan African movement was founded in the fall semester of 2014. I came up with the name with my friend Marcus and Alicia. Mm-hmm. We spent a lot of time together. We smoked a lot together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At that time, mm-hmm. so we had a lot of political conversations, night after night, on, almost on a daily basis. Yeah. It was with them that I had talked about the plans of an organization I wanted to start, 
at UIUC. Yeah. And it's with them that we came up with the name, the Student Pan-African Movement. Ah, right. Uh, both of them were very helpful at that time. Alicia, uh, very much so, you know what I'm saying, with yeah. her role uh, at the university, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was actually, um, you know, Alicia that later in that fall semester uh, made a, uh, she planned a, a panel event, yeah. right, where I spoke on campus in a dorm. Uh. And uh, just so happened, Karen, I was already president of the Student Pan-African Movement at this time. Mm -hmm. like, uh, th like, things had started going. And I was already working with uh, Francina, who I'll talk about in a second. And uh, really, actually, no, I, Francina was a classmate of mine during this my first fall semester on campus. And that idea of the Student Pan-African Movement, she was the first uh, one that was receptive of it on a level of, you know, digging in and, and actually trying to do the work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Even though she wasn't around when the idea was created, she quickly took it up and was just as important as me. Yeah. And just as important as Karen, mm -hmm. as far as building the organization brick by brick. Yeah. So that's a, I mean, I know I'm kind of all over the place, but it's important to note, Aki, that when I say that I founded the organization, that I came up with the original idea and recruited the earliest members. Yeah. That's not me saying that that is more important than what comes after found the founding. What Which comes is the organizing. Exactly, the organizing. What comes after the founding is more important. Mm. But we can't mess with history, especially in a way that replaces the actual founder with somebody who uh, was never involved on, a order, on an organizational level within the organization. Mm. Gus cannot name five organizational meetings that he attended from 2014 when we were spam 2015 when we became BSFR all the way to at least 2018. He can't name five organizational meetings of BSFR that he attended. Because mm. I attended every one as a leader. And at first, I was the president of yeah. SPAM. So I know very closely who attended, who didn't, who was involved, who wasn't. Gus was too involved in the GEO to spend mm. much time. you know. And, and the fact that he... I, I can't believe he thinks he contributed anything significant to warrant uh, being called a founder like just think about how insignificant he must really feel about black student organizing to think that you know his little sprinkle dust of energy that he happened to put on it sometimes was enough to you know where almost 10 years later he can walk around and call himself a founder when that was never spoken about at, uh, during the, the the initial years of BSFR uh, or spam he, he wasn't even known during the spam years now I can say myself that when I came around, um, I came in through Speak Truth Collective. Um, I never sought to join BSFR. One, I'm not a student. Two, I don't go to school up there. You know, mm -hmm. so um, I'm more connected through the grassroots um, activities. But I knew of BSFR. Um, I knew they existed. We collabed once I joined. Um, and even before I joined Speak Truth Collective, um, I know there was collaborations with BSFR, um, and I knew there were, I know I, I, I helped plan events with Speak Truth where we involved BSFR, so I definitely knew they were the integral part. I never knew of uh, Gus being a founder mm. at all. Um, I've always known it's been you, Sonny Torrey. And Karen, mm -hmm. um, those were the two that I knew who started the movement. 
or started that organization up there on campus. Um, and they and at that time when I met you, y'all was still very much active in it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, far as meetings and things of that such nature. Um, this right here, you know, what I'm saying this is just more of a correction of history. Right. Um, this deals with a person's legacy and a resume. You know, there's certain things of integrity that even a revolutionary has to have right. um, and maintain when you out here organizing. Um, as you know, we, we talk about it. You know, people check your resume. People check your um, your history, and and we do. You know, we 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 want to have that resume mm. and that history. We're gonna be proud of that resume and history, and that's on all levels, from the street to the college classroom and the academia. That that reputation is gonna be something. But even more important than any type of recognition of what I contributed, and, and that is important. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of course it is. But I th- I think just the truth being told. Mm-hmm. It overrides anything personal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The fact that, you know, uh, even after Gus being called out for a claim, you know, this claim that he was a founder being spread around to that, at that, you know, in the context of me being omitted. Yeah. You know, not only is Gus being called a founder, but my name is now being omitted. Ah. Right? Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, where is that coming from? And of course, now we find out that Gus is now meeting with Black Students for Revolution, mm. right? Uh, even after being called out by me publicly, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, and I, I throw it on the screen for those that are watching visually. Actually, and let me, and let me pull it up. Hey, I can maybe start pulling up some of this evidence, you know. Uh, just yet, last night, though, even after being called out, he's, he, you know, he's still calling himself a founder. Yeah. He talked about how he just met with BSFR, and mm-hmm. I guess he told them, because, I mean, I called out BSFR immediately. You know what I'm saying? Uh, once I seen on uh, this past Friday that you know the history is being told wrong on this Instagram reel, mm-hmm. uh, you know where they said you know only Karen and Gus were founders, and um, you know they deleted my comments, never responded, and blocked me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and you know even if somebody is you know angry, I I, I didn't offend no, nobody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't call anybody out their name. You know, uh, this is still like, and even if I did, the history still got to be corrected. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, now, so, uh, you know, I should say this as a disclaimer that this is not, you know, going against any current members of Black Students for Revolution because, uh, you know, they're being misinformed, you know, and Mm -hmm. I I think some of it uh, might be my fault because while I was a leader in Black Students for Revolution, you know, I could have done more to record the history of the organization, mm-hmm. you know, beyond just the organizational minutes. Because yeah. people aren't going to go, you know, the, the average person is not going to go through no organizational minutes to discover the history. Yeah. They're relying on the history as it's written. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I should have done, I should have been more proactive about attending to that effort while I was a leader in the organization. Mm-hmm. But my time was really spent too much with community organizing, political education, yeah. campus community partnerships. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that I was involved in. Every, I mean, I don't have to speak on what I did within Black Students for Revolution. Everybody that knows me from that time knows the work that I put in. It's yeah. very self-evident. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, uh, you know, shout out to the new organizers of BSFR. 
You know, this is not a, you know, I, I don't like being blocked and isolated. That's why I had to turn to this forum to speak to you all. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, and, and I also let me speak on this. Um, you know, I am uh, planning on posting this from the Black Students for Revolution Facebook page, mm-hmm. which the leadership after me never attended to how they should have as far as making sure ownership transferred to the new members. Yeah. Because uh, uh, Drake was still on there and Drake told me directly he's no longer a member. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I'm also posting it there on the Facebook page as protest, you know, uh, just as, as part of a, you know, a protest against, you know, this misinformation campaign that, that Gus is directing, you know, mm. but I don't plan on holding on to the page. I want to transfer it as quickly as possible to the current membership. Yeah. That was not on there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, you know, to, for that to happen, you know, there has to be a line of dialogue. Yeah. A line of communication between us. You know, mm-hmm. that as far as this blocking and all this, like, my role in the organization, like, you, it, it's unavoidable. Mm-hmm. And there is a responsibility to tell the history the right way. I can dig that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, bro. I mean, well, that's what this was for. This was for to clarify, um, to put it on the record. Um, and that's something that needs to be done. We're doing it right now. Right. Um, hopefully they get in, to get the situation and get it together. Right. And get it organized. I mean, this is, um, this speaks to something, a bigger, a larger issue, um, I think, that you spoke of. And just, you know... You're right, Aki. And just as a, as a short recap, because I know I was all over the place, I just want to run through, like, quickly the history. Mm-hmm. SPAM, the Student Pan-African Movement, was founded in the fall of 2014. Mm-hmm. Francina was the earliest uh, and, and most critical co-lead organizer most of that semester. Uh, well, really, all of that semester, because it wasn't until December. And those that are watching visually, I'm showing you the email now. In December of 2014 is when I emailed Karen to recruit her into the Student Pan-Africa Movement as its president. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask Bia Safar, if I am clearly recruiting Karen into the organization as its president, you know, it, if I'm recruiting the founder, what does that make me? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, so just to continue the history, uh, in 20, we organized that spring of 2015 as the Student Pan-African Movement. And then we come back after that summer in the fall of 2015, still organizing as the Student Pan-African Movement. You know, it, and it's not until uh, November 8th, November 8th, 2015, is the day that we decided as an organization to change our name to Black Students for Revolution. Gus was never part of the organization at fr- from that time any to any time prior to that. Mm-hmm. Gus only got involved with BSFR even after the name change. He wasn't part of the Student Pan-African Movement. And he only got involved very briefly for the Black Student Solidarity Rally that took place November 18th. Okay. So the name of the organization had already changed. And the organization continued. It wasn't like it was a new organization. Mm -hmm. Right? So uh, I'm, I'm still curious. Gus, tell me why you deserve to be commemorated as the founder instead of Francina instead of myself why do you deserve that accolade when you did not earn it that's the question you know uh because you didn't you didn't do the amount of work that Francina 
did for the organization. You didn't do the amount of work that I did. So how dare you go to BSFR and co-sign this misinformation, this, this uh, you know, wrong, this bad history about the organization saying you founded it and you telling them, yeah, it's cool if you leave me off. How do I know that he's cool with that? How do I know he did that? Because after I publicly called him all, called him out for it, he posted, like I said last night, that he met with Bia Safar, still calling himself a founder and not correcting the misinformation that he was called out for publicly. You know, and he tried to count. I'm going to show those visually, but uh, I, I just want you, I, I want your impression of the statement that he wrote, Ati, uh, you know, to defend against, um, you know, like my public call out, right? Give me one second. So this is what he posted last night after I publicly called him out. So honored and thankful for so many amazing people coming to our Black August Resistance Day event and bringing powerful questions, comments, critique, and the foundations for a strong relationship and solidarity building. Shout out to my Malcolm X grassroots comments, uh, comrades for another excellent event. Shout out to the great Black Students for Revolution for being integral to the event, showcasing their amazing potential for Black power since our original founding of the group. And shout out to so many community members making our independent media center the primary space for social uh, movement building, media justice, and education. The event today was held to commemorate those lives lost to white supremacist terrorism in Jacksonville and other spaces. So he's couching an indirect reply to me in these very performative statements about the work that he's doing. You know, and uh, not saying I don't appreciate good work being done in the community. Mm -hmm. But no, what I'm calling you out for, Gus, is more serious than something that you can just uh, avoid and just uh, only respond to indirectly. I'm, I'm, I'm calling you out directly, Augustus Wood, the third. I think you're the third. That you're a fraud if you are going around saying you founded Black Students for Revolution. And you're taking recognition away from not only myself, but an amazing black woman organizer, Francina Turner. Now, question. Do you think? That maybe um, it's him saying that, you know, our founding in that statement is in reference to the organization and its foundation, not necessarily. And he just used maybe the wrong word. Or do you think that was intentional? No, I mean, I directly called him out. Like, I mean, I could read the statements, you know, uh, mm -hmm. where I mean, in, in the days leading up to that statement by him, mm -hmm. I'm calling him out directly. For why are you standing by a false statement that you founded, you and Karen founded BSFR, and you know that is omitting me, you know what I'm saying? And how could you stand by that when you didn't even found it, mm -hmm. you know? And so I, I, you know, I called him out directly for gotcha. it. So you know, this is one of those snake, you know what I'm saying, type responses, clown responses, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, from a really a person that doesn't want to speak with his chest about the issue, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, like. Uh, but I, I think that's really how insignificant he treats any form of black organizing that is, doesn't bend, that 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 either doesn't bend to his orthodox Marxism, or doesn't show no longer shows the potential to bend towards his orthodox Marxism. Because I mean, if you look at his organizing history on campus, it wasn't with, it wasn't in the nationalist organizing spaces of the black student of the black campus community that I was leading. Yeah, it was in the more working class Marxist uh, uh, turned uh, 
uh, labor organizing. Yeah, in which he still is involved in, which is not nationalist organizing. There's a there's a big difference between organizing the black community. Yeah, and then trying to organize uh, sectors of the working class. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference there that, I, I, you know, in conversations with black Marxists locally, like Gus and Sundiata, that they've been unwilling to really admit blind spots, unwilling to or really unwilling to uh, really look at the culture of the black community and treat it with respect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And of course, that's stuff I can get into at, an, at another time, because that's part of the ideological conflict that led to. I mean, the, the history with Gus is longstanding. That's mm-hmm. why I mentioned at the beginning, this is a long-standing thing with Sundiata and Gus trying to destroy my character, diminish my character, and diminish my contributions now to the community. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're trying to build up Gus's cred. I, I don't know what the case is. But, I mean, just to say it briefly, back in January, both uh, both Sundiata and Gus were on my dissertation committee. Mm-hmm. You know, th- these two brothers were on... Uh, Sundiata is Dr. Sundiata Chajua. He's also a professor, an older professor at the University of Illinois. My mm-hmm. long-time mentor, uh, graduate advisor, dis- uh, head of my dissertation committee and all that. Mm-hmm. They both left my committee in protest of uh, what came out to be my black nationalist politics and my commitment to, uh, I guess, black cultural nationalism mm-hmm. in, in a way that, I mean, and I mean, this is just, you know, Sundiata, for instance, being on record saying... Uh, that you know he was unwilling to sign his name or anything that mentioned black male studies or anti-black misandry oh you know what i'm saying and that again huh oh yeah and then it's gus you know my, my nickname for gus is kiss ass because he's gonna follow anything suniata does mm-hmm. in a very robotic fashion you know what i'm saying so uh because suniata left my committee for that gus followed right behind him mm. you know what i'm saying and and also took shots of my character on his way out that were undue. So this has been longstanding. I had to resign from the o- other organization that we are were actually part of. Because, I mean, Gus, you did help found Speak Truth Collective. You know what I'm saying? He was one of the people at the table that helped found that. Even though he did not show up on the organizational level on that either. You can speak on that, Gerard. I mean, I was a member. So what what's your experience working with a founding member, uh, Gus, with Speak Truth Collective? What was your experience working with Gus on the on the community level and Speak Truth Collective? I didn't really see him that much. Say that again, Aki. I didn't really see him that much. I mean, um, in the community, you know, we the, had we had some events where we did some things. Um, you know, he he would show up, um, but not often. He wasn't at the meetings like that. We was holding the meetings every week. No, he didn't show up to those. Right. Um. I can say we probably organized at least 10 events, maybe three. I've seen them there. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I when I, when I came around, it was during Speak Truth Collective. Mm-hmm. And I seen him, but I didn't really know him. Mm-hmm. I didn't find out his, uh, his name until later on. I acquired about who he was. And... Um, that was pretty much it. Like far as me and him, we never inter- we never organized personally mm-hmm. together. Um, but I remember his presence. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, so if that was his presence and Speak Truth Collective, an organization he really did found, you can imagine the lack of his presence 
in an organization like Black Students for Revolution, which he didn't found. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But he claims he did. So, uh, I mean, and again, if that if he where he wants to spend his organizing time is with the labor movement, with the uh, trying to build a, a working class labor movement uh, mm-hmm. of all races. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But I don't understand why you're trying to take accolades and black nationalists, black community organizing that you didn't earn. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it go like this. The people are, are the people. The masses. They ain't, um. they can be naive sometimes. Mm-hmm. But they only going to be naive for a certain amount of time. You know what I'm saying? They only going to be naive for a amount of time that they going to say they wake up and see stuff. Um, if the brother's organizing with them and they're doing stuff in the community, I'm always going to co-sign any man, any brother in the community doing anything. Um, for me, this, this, you know, this is a bigger issue of, you know, just something small that can become big when you make it grand scale. Um, I use a good example of the of this situation because this is more of a conversation of leadership and righteous leadership, truthful leadership, and correct history. Um, we currently live in a time where we got people that call themselves leader of the black community and tell a black man to his face that we don't come from Africa. Mm-hmm. And we'll give false history. To support it. History that don't even stand the test of time. You know. But through time, that stuff gets debunked. This is what you call, you know, unrighteous leadership. Um, lying or misinforming the people and the masses to get credit. You know what I'm saying? To get um uh to get the glory right. um of it. Um we find people like that that attach themselves to the old movement, the um the the the, the uh, armed movement, the armed period of our movement. I like to call it in the sixties where we were out in the open outright war, having shootouts and organizing in the communities. Um we got that. You know what I'm saying? We see that. You know what I'm saying? And you got people that they like to lynch on that. They like to latch onto that legacy. They like to latch onto that. You know, it's no different than people putting our heritage somewhere else. They latch on the Native Americans. They latch on the East Indians. They latch on all these other people. And nothing against those people, those original peoples of the planet Earth. But nigga, we Africans. Right. And everybody know it. And the same way go with this situation right here. Like okay, everybody know. You know what I'm saying? People that's the new generation of BSFR probably don't know. And that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you got to put that on yourself. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, for the, for the history aspect. Yeah. Right. But at the end of the day, this is really to clarify that history. You know, um, give a person their flowers. You know, it ain't about clout. But like I said, that's a, that's a person's record. And let me say this. You're right, Akina. I do deeply appreciate you saying that, bro. Uh, but this isn't about me receiving my flowers from BSO4. 
you know, whether the current iteration of BSFR wants to recognize what I'm saying or not, uh, you know, I can't control that. And yeah. no matter what, I'm moving on after this. Mm-hmm. You know, after this is released, yeah. I'm moving on. Yeah. You know, if if parts of BSFR came to me and wanted an honest dialogue, an honest line of communication mm-hmm. about uh, the history of the organization, I'm the best person to give it that's still around. Mm-hmm. Bar none. Yeah. Bar none, I'm the best person to give it. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. Uh, I think, you know, I would like to transfer the, the Facebook group back over to them but that has to be uh an established line of communication even to get that you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and uh yeah i you know for, for i was angry and now i think after listening to this people know kind of where my emotions on the subject come from mm-hmm. because this has been a some long-standing attacks on my character from the, now the same person trying to replace me as the founder of the organization mm-hmm. like it's deep you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not just like Gus is just doing this randomly. Well, like, I mean, and, I, and I'll say this, you know, we ain't going to go into detail on it, but, you know, there's some, you know, there's been organizing together mm-hmm. and things of that such nature, you know, bonds and things like that. Then in a perfect world, you would hope those bonds can be made right. Mm-hmm. You know, that'd be the righteous thing, the myotic thing to do. Um... But at the same time, it's going to feel a certain way because that work been put in together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you feel it on the level of the street. You feel it in academia. It's going to feel that way. It's just what it is. Um, I don't like to see none of it go down because I know all parties, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I would like to see all parties continue to do what they do, which is organizing and trying to bring black people together, even though sometimes we may disagree at a way to get them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I still want to see them and see people working towards that. But, you know, we just got to be righteous in actions. And righteous don't mean holier art thou. That just means truth and justice. That means you standing on truth. Your shit is square and just. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and truth involves history. Truth always involves history. The root of truth is really in the history or whatever it is. Because mm-hmm. if you know the history of something, then you know the truth of it. You know? And um, BSF, BSFR was founded for a purpose. It seems to be doing its purpose. I'm glad to see it still going, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we'll see about if it's fulfilling its purpose or not. You know, I, I know that it's went different directions than we did. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But, uh, yeah, that's a story for it. That's a different conversation. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. It's like this. Back in the day, they had a certain regime, a leadership mm. in the movement in the 60s and the 70s. The 80s, we came under a new regime. Mm. The 90s, came under a new regime. Even if you didn't think the movement was even still there, it was under new leadership. And then even in this era, it's going to come under new regimes. Um... Not all regimes are, you know what I'm saying? Quality. Quality or um, achieve much. Sometimes the regime's purpose is to maintain and keep a hold of what they got. But we both know in the organize, in the black organizing world, you're not giving nothing. You got to earn everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you, yeah. you can't just be given uh, credibility, given a record of doing something really positive, transformative for the community. Yeah. You, that's something you really got to do. You know what I'm saying? So You definitely got to go, yeah. You so, know what I'm saying? As we round this out, I do got two statements I want to make. And it's really mm-hmm. about the other people that, uh, I mean, 
uh, again about the founders, right? I I see one direction being just seeing me as the founder because of me sparking the idea off and not seeing the founder as the most important position. Yeah. But if you want to commemorate the most important people early on in the organization as the founders, then there's only three people that should be. It's Francina Turner, Karen, and myself, right? Mm-hmm. That's Those are the only two options. And I, I feel fine with either one. Mm-hmm. But it's not about to be a thing where Gus is replacing me and Francina Turner. That's uh, not right. Yeah. But I do want to give a message, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I won't go deeply on these subjects, but I think it's worth mentioning since, you know, I'm going to be accountable to my leadership, to my time in the organization. And, you know, there's some hairy parts that I'm not going to just leave out there, you know what I'm saying, uh, without being spoken on at all. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and pl- yeah, it needs to be spoken on. Expe- uh, first thing I'm going to say is... When you think about my time in BSFR and my time uh, alongside Karen as leaders in BSFR, I mean, it has to be noted that me and Karen did form a relationship and were in a relationship for a lot of that time. And, uh, you know, eventually that relationship went sour and eventually Karen began abusing me online and in person, emotionally. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Never really physically like that. But uh, definitely gaslighting. You know, it was bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point where she's using, I mean, a- a- even after we break up, she's using suicide attempts to try to get me to communicate with her. You know what I'm saying? Because she doesn't want me moving on into a different relationship. And, you know, she would say very mean, incredibly mean things about me online, about my family online, about my family, like, to their harassing my sister. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And... When, whenever I I never got any support from BSFR at this time mm-hmm. even times where she was abusing me as a member Black Students for Revolution never supported me at that time mm-hmm. and they never wanted to see me as a victim yeah you know what I'm saying and uh, even if I understand why that is that, I don't agree with it yeah. you know just because there is a trend or you know a, a thing about black men abusing black women or men abusing women you know what I'm saying? I think everybody was just waiting for a smoking gun that I was actually the problem. I yeah. was actually the ma- making her act like that. Yeah. And even with all the love I still have for Karen, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, what she did was wrong. And, and it came from a personal place with her. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That, uh, that you know, with her personal trauma. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And to this day, even after all she did to me, mm-hmm. even to the point of false rape accusations sent yeah. to my department and around the community, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That uh, never, never were found to be factual, and in fact, when I told my story, the university agreed that I was a victim, and gave me the resources afforded to a victim. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this to, to throw salt at all on Karen's name. I think she's going through something, or she went through something. I don't know what if that's still afflicting her, mm-hmm. but you know, she needed help at a time when. There are some people in BSFR that were celebrating her downward spiral because of some twisted view they have of the world or black culture or mm-hmm. black love or so on and so forth that you see from some black college students. Yeah. But so I just want to speak on that. When you think about me and Karen and my exit from BSFR, you know, what's not part of the story that is part of my story is me being a victim of abuse. And it being overlooked by an organization that I founded. Mm-hmm. That's part of the story. Yeah. The second thing I want to say that I'm going to end on is a message to Francina. You know, even though we have 
political intellectual differences. I just want to let you know, I appreciate so much the work that she did and that you did, Francina, within the organization. You know what I'm saying? That I don't have any hard feelings towards you. And even while recognizing that we have uh, intellectual and uh, political differences that probably still exist, that would probably still maybe even withhold us from having a friendship. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't take away from the good work that she did. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that Gus is not just replacing me, but replacing her is pathetic. It is not... It, we should not stand for it. It should not be stood for. Mm. It's disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Not just towards me, but also towards Francina. You know what I'm saying? And if the history was not told right before, it's being corrected right now. You know what I'm saying? And uh, whatever y'all want to do with it beyond that, uh, it's up to y'all. Mm. It's up to y'all, but... Hey... I just made my peace. I feel that weight off my shoulders already, bro. Mm-hmm. Is that motherfucker still recording? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once this comes out, it's gonna be a weight off my shoulders. You know, uh, you know, telling telling your story. You know, what I'm saying as a as a leader, you know, what I'm saying it gets complicated. Mm-hmm. Now everybody understands how I feel. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying and what I felt with all the pressure I went through all these years as a leader, mm-hmm. all I've given to the black student community. You know what I'm saying, and all the hits I've taken along the way, all the all the different entities that have targeted me along the way. Mm. I've been an easy target, Aki, from any enemies without and within. You know what I'm saying, and you know I gotta I gotta start heading toward it. You know, uh, you know my next phase. You know what yeah. I'm saying, and, and 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 break some of them chains. Yeah, you know what I'm saying from that past and, and from that I experienced, bro. So uh, I appreciate you so much, Aki, for you know joining me in this and, and holding space for me to do this. Nah, Key, you know what I'm saying? You know, you got to get it off your chest. You know, you got to get it off your chest and then, too, you got to tell the truth. Right. You know, uh, it's hard to sit on the truth. Yeah. It's hard to sit. Well, I say this. It's hard for a righteous person mm-hmm. to sit on the truth. You know, and like I said, this is all about righteous leadership. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If anything, people can take with us today or take from this today, or just these recordings because it's going to be chopped up and everything else but what you take from these recordings is that look look for righteous leadership mm-hmm. you know look for people that's true and that's just that means you, 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 you demonstrate truth in your action deeds and words and thus you can feel justified mm-hmm. in your actions deeds and words you know what I'm saying? And for that, I just say peace. Peace, y'all. Peace, y'all.